good morning, good afternoon, good night, whatever time it is you're watching this, man. Glad you're here. This is uh, Pauline Theology's Daily Devo with Trust in Jesus Ministries. I'm Paul. We're in Genesis and we are on chapter three, verse 20 through 21. We are uh, about to go a little bit deeper and finish, not quite finish. We have um, this one and the next one. But uh, yeah, we're about to finish with the Adam and Eve and creation. We're going to continue on to see the progeny afterwards, see what the fate is of the human race afterwards, all after the fall, after after sin. Now, we just went through the judgments and the punishment that God handed out. And we also went and talked about how he had grace in those things that he uh, promised that they would live and that they would be able to continue on because first off, God said that the seed of the woman. So that means that uh, there's going to be more human beings on the earth. There's going to be children. And uh, he could have stopped. He could have not had any of that happen. He could have created a whole new race of uh, humans because they sinned against him, but he did not. And so he promised that, that, that would, they would overcome. He also promised to Adam that um, he would still be able to eat. He would still be able to provide for his family. Though it's going to be a rough way to do it, he's still going to be able to provide for him. So he gives grace in those ways. And now we're going to see the reaction to Adam after this event. And we saw in 20 through 21. If you haven't checked it out, go ahead, stop the tape, read it, see what it's about. Come back and we'll discuss the four questions. If you have already read it, you know what's happening. Let's get to it. What does the scripture say about 20 through 21? What's the writer trying to convey? Well, it says, And Adam uh, named his wife Eve, for she was the mother of all living. It says, And the Lord God made for the man and his wife garments of skin, and he clothed them. So this is a, a, a small thing, but we get a lot of, uh, if we if we read it and we, we study it, we get a lot of uh, interesting things from it. W what is it saying about Adam that he names his wife the mother of all living? Because first off, um, they ain't no living. They're the only two. So how could she be the mother of all living? Well, I think what we have to remember is that he listened to the promise of God. He said that her seed would be able to overcome the seed of the serpent. And implications of that means that there has to be progeny to come forth. And so Adam believed God. He trusted that what God said about him having a family to continue on in the, the race, the blessing he said, go do and multiply and uh, fill the earth, that he is still going to be able to do that. God did not revoke that. And so he trusts that. And so I think that's a, that's good. That's faith right there. That's the faith that we are supposed to have. In the same way Abraham, man, God said he would have a son. He trusts him. It says he believed God and was credited to him as righteousness. And so in the same way, Adam, man, he's believing God and it, it is credited to him as righteousness. And so uh, I know there was a question about if um, Adam and Eve are in heaven. And I think that right here we see the answer is yes. We see the answer is yes. And then next, I think um, what we have to see is that uh, God is making these clothes for Adam and Eve. Okay. So they tried to make their own clothes. They tried to cover their own righteousness. If we were to think about this in a theological perspective is they're trying to, 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 
clean themselves up on their own by making these fig leaves, but they were not adequate enough. They were not adequate enough. God had to clothe them. What they did, just they had to hide with, they hid. But what God did, it allowed them to be able to stand before his presence. And so I think there's implications that go with this too. If we're a reader reading this in the time of uh, uh, of Israel, when the writer was writing this, man, I think they would understand that that's a sacrifice that had to be made, a blood sacrifice, because that is the idea or the sentiment that the people lived in was in that sacrificial system. And so when they heard that skins were made to make, or linen was made from skins of animals, well, by implication, that means that there, there was a sacrifice that was made. And I think this further goes on when we read in the next chapter that um, we see that uh, um, Cain and Abel make sacrifices to God. But what this means is that there is a sacrifice that needs to be made. Blood needs to be shed to cover the sin. And so God did this act of sacrifice so that they might be appeased and they might be healed. So it started out with the trust of uh, of Adam to believe God, and then it moved into a um, um, the sacrifice that God had made in order to make them right with him again. He covered them. And so what does this say about God? Well, it says, first off, he's provider. That means he is going to be able to give them all that they need, because we're going to see next that they're going to get kicked out the garden. Punishment still comes, <laughs> but what he does is provide for them. He makes sure that they're going to be able to take on this exile that they're about to live in, but he's also savior. And so he, he not only um, um, provides for them, but he also provides a way in which they can come back to him. He saves them. He allows them to be in his fellowship again, despite their, their, their sin. And that's what's so awesome about us is that we can be in the fellowship of God despite our sin. But it must be cleansed through another sacrifice in which he clothes us with, with, which is Jesus. What's to say about man is that man should trust God, believe God's word, have faith in what God says, trust that what he says is true and right. I think that's 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 an important statement. As Adam trusted God, even though it he failed to get there, sometimes we got to learn the hard way, but he trusted God. How do we apply these truths to our lives? Well, take a step of faith today. Step out in your faith. Trust God for what he says he's going to do for you. Believe it. Believe it and live in it. Walk it out. Allow your your heart and your mind to give God the throne of your life as king and then walk in that life. And then another little one is that um, let us learn from scripture and let us learn from the people around us. Let us not uh, have to go through the struggle and the breakdown of what Adam and Eve did in order to achieve the trust in God that they have now. Now, I know it ain't as easy as said and done. But I think that's what God has called us to do is trust him in his word. And if we do that now, we, we don't suffer so much of the consequences that could happen.